latest from Scotston. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy. Welcome back to Warriors Weekly, the official Glasgow Warriors Club podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Acast and every other podcast platform. Thanks for all your reviews. Do keep them coming in. Um, we do listen to you since week one. You've been requesting today's guest. We've been we've asked people who you want to hear from. And since week one, Ali Price has been the person that you've most wanted to hear from. And here he is. Ali, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Jens. Have, pe- have I got like some intro music? Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, dro- I'll drop it in. It'll be there. I swear. Yes. Right, thank How's you. things, mate? How how are you? Good to, thanks for coming on. No, thanks for having me. It's been a busy day for you. Busy day immediately. So you're, so. you're up for press, but this is the one you've been looking forward to, isn't it? This the is this podcast. is what I wanted. This, this, is, what this is what I wanted. This is this is the chat I wanted to have with two of my favourite favourite people. Yeah. See it to tell the story, you know. Let everybody know a little bit about him. You've got a lot of fans out there, haven't you? A popular man. Uh, so let's uh, let's just start. Let's talk about rugby first. Okay. Um, okay. Got to talk about the Saracens game. You, you've just, like as you said, you've just done media, so you've 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 spoken about it a lot. But what was the atmosphere like? What for me, sat in the stand, it was one of the best I can remember. Oh, too. Yeah, it was. Uh... You rested. Last <laughs> I was rested last week. Were you rested, Adam? Or were you dropped? Picked. Never got back. <laughs> um, no, the atmosphere was was pretty special. I think European European days, everyone. Um, Brings their flags and and the volume seems to go up a few notches. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think the crowd definitely feed off off the energy that the boys have on the field, um, and vice versa. I think um, some of the shots going in and some of the defensive sets we had mm-hmm. uh, when when we when we sort of finished out or they turned the ball over or whatever, um, the noise from the crowd was was pretty special. Um, we could definitely hear it on the pitch. That's for sure. How did you find watching it? Actually, was it? It was brutal for my. Well, I missed that game. But <laughs> <laughs> I looked brutal, man. Mm-hmm. Like the collisions and like, you know, you got to say it, like their pack and their team in the hole is probably a lot bigger than us. But man, like the amount of times we put them back and like defended our hearts out and um, and attack, like worked as a team. I think you know, I think we had a really good performance, but obviously, you know, uh, effort wasn't enough. And uh, you know, we a, never converted. I think you know. Yeah, there's a, there's a few things, and you know. What's the what's the chat been? What is a bit of a review today? What was? We spoke. Oh, yeah, defensive effort, brilliant. Um, maybe by the first ten minutes, uh, their their try. There was a few things that we could clean up. Mm. Um, but in in terms of our attack, it was just just being a bit more patient. We we in these games where you only get sort of two or three opportunities to. To come away with points, um, we just need to be a bit more clinical. Um, we had a bit of pressure before half time, um, where we got I think three three odd penalties on the trot, yeah. five meters out, and um, you know that's that's a big moment of the match. You go in on the back of a try, and you've got all the momentum, um, but it wasn't to be. And then they go in off the back and not conceding mm-hmm. and it's a 10 point game instead of bit of a momentum yeah, swing yeah. there um, no. it's a big boost you go in at half to, if, if it had been us on the flip side of that yeah, yeah. you go in it's a massive lift for you um, we had five opportunities I think to score or was it five line breaks or five opportunities five line breaks and didn't convert any of them so that's a, that's a big start obviously and like I think you know it's an international standard game and in international games you probably don't yeah. get you probably get maximum five or six line breaks a game, and 
in order to win you need to convert two or three of them normally so um, yeah I think that was a big thing that came out of it was just accuracy and finishing finishing things off getting points on the board well it's only the second game we've lost this season but there was a much different feeling afterwards after that Kings game everyone kind of had their tails between their legs a bit whereas you can kind of puff your chest out a bit after that with like you said with some of the big defensive performance so are you more Optimist and optimistic might not be the right word, but kind of energised going into this Cardiff game, knowing actually this is our opportunity to kind of get back to back on serve, if you know what I mean, in terms of the um, Champions Cup. Yeah, I think I think well, a few a few boys have spoken about it already. Um, if we if if we go zero and zero and zero from two, mm-hmm. you, you're effectively you're effectively out. Well, we saw really. that last year, didn't we? Um, you know, it is doable, but effectively you. You know, you're, you're battling there a bit. Um, so, in terms of in terms of trying to back up a performance like Sunday, in terms of the intensity, um, I don't think it'll be it'll be hard at all. It's 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 it's, it's got to be a win. In, uh, what's the word? It's a must-win game. We yeah, have yeah. to we have to win, um, and it's kind of do or die. Cardiff are playing well. They got a good um, away win. Yeah, who got yeah? And I mean. Look, if we can go down and, and and get the win, it kind of throws our pool. It does. It blows pool it open a bit, you know. With with sort of well, and then you see what happens in the Leon game, the Leon Saris game. But um, yeah, be a should be a, should be a good Sunday. Actually, on a game day, just you saying you weren't playing. What you're not just sat there watching the game though. What were you up to on this game day? Because you get if you're not playing, you're working. You get assigned little uh, tasks around the stadium. This week. I was uh, so out on the back pitches before the game. Mm-hmm. Usually, there's usually some kind of uh, like youth rugby game or mm-hmm. a camp of some sort. So I was out there this week um, doing a little bit of coaching and joining in with a, a group of young men that were doing some uh, training and sort of small-sided games. Mm-hmm. Myself and Nick Greg were out there. Uh, other lads were on the track, so there's a mascot who obviously comes mm-hmm. for each game, and uh, a couple of the boys look after the mascot, take him into the gym and all sorts of stuff. But the hospitality up the stair, you've got the hospitality across the road, so um, there's usually sort of 10 or 12 jobs that need done, and it's something. kind of a rotation, and obviously different players are... Um, not playing each week, so uh, uh, hospitality is usually quite good fun. You know, there's uh, get a feed. You get a feed. Usually, get to meet some interesting people, and uh, and dress up quite smart. You know, dressed in press. You know, so. Uh, and then if you're lucky, you'll be on the telly. Aye, exactly. There's a few yeah, guys. Just that, he's can't just, be he just wants cash. That's all. That's the only reason he does <laughs> oh, that. Money right? talks, he man. He <laughs> just wants that envelope at the end of the game. You you done TV a few times? No. Face for radio, man. Face for radio. You've got a face for the TV, if anyone has. I'm a glove model. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast. (laughs) As people might have heard, we're recording in the players' kitchen. That was the fridge clicking on a minute ago. And behind me is a little sign that says Gainer of the Month. Who's that under there? Is that me? (laughs) Am I the Gainer of the Month? What does that mean? Um... Basically means that I have. Did you know we were recording in here, and you kind of snuck in earlier? And yeah, I put my picture up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it basically means that I've put on the most lean muscle, most good weight, most good weight. Yeah, in a mu- in last month or whenever. So you've month. put on one point nine kegs and lost seven point four mils. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, what have you been doing? What's the secret? <laughs> What have I been doing? What have you been doing? Um, 
Well, nah, so coming back from my injury, uh, I was on a bit of a drastic diet uh, to, to get myself in some decent shape. So I obviously lost a lot of weight um, quite quickly. I was on 1,200 calories a day, which... I don't know. To some people, that probably sounds like quite a lot, but it's not really. I reckon for your day-to-day guy, that's probably probably pretty standard. But for um, yeah, I was top, on top-level athlete. Level, yeah, I wasn't on much. Um, How did you find that? So I lost a lot. Of, I lost about six kilos in about five weeks, which is pretty drastic. Did um, you find that easy, or were you were you, were you hungry the whole time? Uh, I got used to it, to be honest with yeah. you. Um, and I was. I was pretty. I was in the zone. Like I was very <laughs> motivated to kind of get myself in in good nick. So um, I didn't mind it too much. I had sort of a good five weeks of being being a bit of a being a bit of a hermit and just staying at home. You know, I didn't go out. Uh, didn't go out for food. You know, I was just concentrating on me quite a lot and <laughs> trying to get myself right. So I lost quite a lot of weight quite quickly. Um, in order to you know get my mills down and, and get myself in shape and then so the last since I've been back playing it's just kind of trying to put on some good weight because um, I did get quite light so just trying to get some good weight back on and sort of stabilize um, it helps when you're back running obviously it's easier to burn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to burn some burn some fat but yeah that's what that means okay. so you had a drastic yeah. diet in the past what's uh, I've played about with a couple of diets actually so I went uh paleo diet one pre-season What's that? Um, you are not right which is like <laughs> food that's either had a life so meat fish um, or like uh, you know like obviously like veg and stuff like that um, nuts or anything that grows from the ground yeah yeah so that kind of thing Do they call it a caveman diet ah, a caveman diet it's basically called that like don't ask me the fine details mm-hmm. of it but uh, came back from Turkey 115 kegs I was on a two-week all-inclusive holiday with my missus. <laughs> I was 21. <laughs> and obviously a young fella, you know, you don't really know the ins and outs of professional sport work. So, you know, I'm you know, enjoying myself. And I don't think I left the hotel for two weeks. So I put on a bit of weight, came back the pre-season and was six or seven kilos up. So I thought, you know what, it's time for drastic change and uh, stayed on the paleo diet for about 12 weeks and went from 115 kilos to 105 and skin folds were 110 when I came back in got them down to about 55 so where do they pinch on your skin folds when they do them uh, there's 8 sites yeah buys, tries so and 2 on the arm it's just measuring how much how much fat is it's like you pinch an inch so that's you've got the calipers and you just you've got sites on the body you then get the calipers and pinch one inch of the skin and then from that one inch you can tell how much fat mass is within it and then you get a total sum, sum from all the sites that you've I'll be completely measured. honest with you Jack I think it's a load of rubbish yeah. mm. it's I'd, very yeah. it's like there's a lot of human error involved like really? you can get done um, so like you could you could pinch me now mm-hmm. and get some number say you get just get something say you get, drastically say you get 70 and then Adam will be in the next room next door and I'll get him to do it and he could come out with 90 or 50 or you know there's a lot of I think there's a lot of human error involved, but good old scales and some, more, um, more trusting. Some people probably. seem to well, I think seem to live by. I like just seeing how somebody plays on the pitch. You know, like for example, you have a guy who's got horrific skin folds, but he's the most powerful guy in the pitch. You know, you have a guy that's extremely. You're naming names here. Well, no, I'm, I'm not going to say anyone, <laughs> but I did have one person in mind. As, you know, genetics are massively involved with it as well. Um, 
uh, some boys, uh, Robbie Nairn, Ratu, they could have they could have a a chocolate cake before you know they could eat a chocolate cake every, every night day, of the yeah. week and they come in and they're still lean they're just lean guys you know like me yeah it's different for everyone a bit like you exactly. <laughs> you mentioned um, mentioned your all inclusive holiday there, Ashley. You yeah. guys have been away on a holiday before, have you? We've done a couple, couple of holidays, have we? Yeah, we've done a bit. Me and Ali, right? We went to. <laughs> we've done some bits. We finished up our under 20s. Um, uh, not under 20s World Cup in France. So you were same year. Later. Same yeah, year. Same year. Off the MAGA. <laughs> MAGA Loof. Oh, for a week. Nice cliche. It was fantastic. We had a great time. I had an excellent time. Did you get a tattoo? <laughs> uh, I did get a tattoo. You got a tattoo. That's where your nickname comes from, isn't it? Yeah. Sonic. Sonic. You got a Sonic tattoo. Ah. It's I not do. on your bum, It's hidden, it? though. You will never see it. <laughs> I see you in the shower. That's fine. I, I can... If you if you shower with me, you'll see it. And, uh, and then we went to Ibiza. We had a good holiday in Ibiza. Uh, was that a few years ago? Maybe even more. Three years you, you've ago. You've been a couple of times. Been more than a couple of times, not even three times. I've, no, I've, yeah, three times. Three times. Good times. Um, good times. Amsterdam? Amsterdam. We went to Amsterdam in the summer there. That was, that was unbelievable. Was we've good. done a fair bit of travelling, us uh, two together. We've been about, we've, we've known each other quite a long time, actually, well. if you think about it. Do you remember first meeting each other? Uh, kind of, not like exactly, no. but I kind of, when Ali came into the 20s team, that was when I first met you, wasn't it? You didn't like me. No, I did like you. <laughs> I don't know. Why do you think I didn't like you? I don't know. I reckon you didn't. Most people don't like me. I would say that we didn't like each other. Our relationship has massively blossomed. Oh, massively, mm-hmm. actually. So you're a grower? Oh, he is a grower. He's got a nice I'm kind a part, this lad. So he's next uh, holiday. Florence, I imagine. Um, well, the galleries, I know you don't you know, Vegas. You miss this. Vegas. Wherever Ashy Stag do is. That's Vegas, we're going. <laughs> is that soon? Nah, uh, still to sort it all out. We're kind of. Uh, Who is sorting it out? Well, I don't know. My brother was probably going to sort it out, but. None taken. Uh, the official Glasgow Warriors podcast. <laughs> Scotland squad announced tomorrow. How does how does one find out if you're in? Is it do you do you get called or do you just find out? Because different teams do it in different ways. I know the All Blacks listen to the radio, and that's how they. Is that right? Yeah, is it, is that right? Yeah, you listen to the radio, and they do. Um, but do you find? Yeah, out I'm not, I, I mean, it, it might it might change. Um, it might change every every like each camp or whatever. But from from what I know of it, um, if you've if you've been in the mix and you're maybe not being considered or whatever, you'll you'll get a phone call off off Gregor mm-hmm. um, a couple of days out. Basic, just explaining things and why or whatever your work on yeah you 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 maybe not getting uh, not getting involved um, if you're in the squad uh, so the night before the squad gets announced to the public so um, yeah so the night before you'll receive an email um, from the team manager Gav Scott um, it's all very private you you know you. The email comes through, and you you try and look and see if there's any other emails on there to work out who to else work is out the in, names. <laughs> to work out who else is it, who else is in. But uh, no, it's just, it's kind of just sent to you. Um, just says congratulations, blah blah blah, and then it all sort of outline the schedule when you're in and all this kind of stuff. Um, 
yeah, and then obviously the next morning, I don't know when it will be. Ten. Is it a nervous wait this evening? Then is it ten or eleven? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you you, you refresh your e- <laughs> refresh your email quite a bit, and everyone get it gets to like nine o'clock, and maybe they're not sent out yet, and everyone's like, you on the email yet? You on the email yet? And you're like, no, no, have you? Um, but yeah, generally it comes comes out quite late tonight, uh, and then um, I think ten or eleven tomorrow it will be made public and then you then we'll all get to see everyone who's in it mm-hmm. um, obviously if if a few of you get get an email tonight at, at Glasgow or whatever you'd probably be like oh did you get one so you can work out you maybe the Glasgow boys um, but in terms of the bigger squad you will find out like everyone else um, when it gets announced to the public and then if you are if you are involved I guess looking forward to playing at BT Merrifield again yeah um, Going back to the Six Nations, obviously, and and even last November was pretty special. Um, the New Zealand and Australia games stick out for me. Um, they were pretty special, pretty special occasions. Uh, and I think there's a, there's a similar sort of thing happening this year with with the night game, with the blackout beforehand. Yeah. You know, it makes for a, for a pretty special atmosphere. Um, yeah, it's always it's always it's always nice playing back at Murrayfield. Um, yeah, the home the home crowd, especially since I've been involved anyway. The, the home crowd's been been incredibly supportive and behind the team, and they've managed to. I think they last November all games were sold out. Six Nations all games were sold out. You know, so um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of support for us, and it makes for some some pretty cool uh, match days. I'm really not if it's with Finn when he's back over. Have you been in touch? Are you gonna? I don't know, man. He may not get picked, man. He thinks he's on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good, man. He's uh, I'm sure he'll be in there. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not actually spoken to Finn. I will. You, you still staying? You still uh, staying in uh, Finn's, Finn's, Finn's going to be. Yeah, I'm still in Finn's place. Finn's going to be back. Um, if selected, he'll be back. <laughs> he'll be back uh, next week. I think after get Europe out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he'll be around. Uh, normally the exiles stay the whole time. I don't because because there's no sort of there's no week off during the during the autumn test. So the exiles generally will stay the whole month um, through in Edinburgh. But I guess his his family aren't far away. So yeah, yeah. Imagine he'll go home quite a bit. Um, but now it'd be good to see him. Not seen him since he uh, since he mind. moved since he moved across. Just for whatever reason, uh, weekends haven't matched up. So I've not been able yeah, to. Yeah get across but um, no it'd be, be good to see him you'd be missing him not, I've not seen him and I've not actually touched his skin in a while I'd be missing him man <laughs> pining over him yeah just just is just is there he's just it's he's normally there self. he's just normally there but he's not there and ha- who's filled that hole for you I've not I've not found any yeah, <laughs> you're still searching <laughs> so no. it's just you in there or why in the flat no so uh, Jesse's still there his little sister Um, so she's in there it's alright it's just different it's not a boy flat anymore Mm. you know don't you can't go back and just dominate dominate the TV and put Fortnite on (laughs) it's not how it works anymore is it a bit tidier now though yes yes Um, Jesse's actually she's very good Um, she's kind of yeah she's very neat and tidy so that helps me what other pairings are in the squad currently, um, flatmates-wise? Who's living with who? 
Just thing I told us him and Matt Smith used to, but no, they used not to. Anymore. Anymore. He's gone solo now. All the right. all the Islander boys. I'm pretty sure all the Islander boys have their own house or whatever, or their own flats, but they just Let's stay at Brizzers. I think <laughs> <laughs> seem to just seem to just live at Brizzers uh, or Seawards. Uh, I think some of the younger boys are together. Mm-hmm. Um, like Stafford and those those lads. The academy too. guys are in together. Yeah. Uh, Apart from that, I'm trying here, to so. think. No, a lot of people are with their wives or misses or. If you could pick, like your perfect four bedroom. Ollie, Ollie, Kebble, and Hugh stay together. Yeah, obviously. If you could pick your perfect four bedroom flat club, you two plus two more. Who are you choosing to live with? You choose one. I'll choose one. What you got? Who would I pick? Um. I'd get the batsman in, big batsman, yeah. big Jamie Batty. He could he could come live with me. I'd get He'd bring his dog as well. He got a new puppy, so a Labrador. Yeah, called it yeah. Ox. Aye, uh, you know who I'd invite as well. I'd like to stay with Alex Dunbar. Would you? Because he's got a nice little dog, Ralph, as well. Yeah. I love dogs. I want to get a dog, but just can't get one just now because my flat's uh, on the fifth floor. Mm. So unfortunately, I need a garden. So I'd choose Alex because he's a good friend and I like his dog. And he's trained it so well. His missus can bring round baked oh, goods. Oh, she she brought some in on a on a game day once, and it was the ones with their little Terry's chocolate orange segments in it. Oh, uh, Lois can had like to die for. She had like eight of them. Uh, he's a lucky lad, one of a kind. Huh? She get that married, Arch. <laughs> I know what she get a ring on, on that man. finger. On. What are we waiting on here? Oh, I need another stag do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on one. Mate. I don't want to be having one. I want to be on one. Jack and Ashy with the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. How much is that playing in the back of people's minds, do you think, it being a World Cup year? I know you'll always say one game at a time, but is it uh is it kind That's, of I think, in, in the I distance? Think, I think you'd be lying if you weren't if you if you said you you know, oh. one game at a time, blah blah blah. That is everyone's sort of end goal. Mm-hmm. Like for the you know Every four years, there's there's the World Cup, and I think you'd be lying if you said that that wasn't on anyone's mind. Like, that's ultimately come the end of the year, where the you know you want to make that be. squad. That's where you want to be, isn't it? Um, actually, do you think people do things differently? Do you think they tr- like? Do you see a a step up in terms of training? It like every four years. Do you do you notice anything? Um, I guess as you get towards like the kind of second half of the season. Mm-hmm. You really see people, you know, trying to put their hand up as much as possible. Um, but it's such a long season, man. Like it's crazy because like you can be somebody who's out of contention completely at the start of the year, and by the end of the year, mm-hmm. you can be sitting at first choice pick. So, man, it's crazy. Like you see it happening all the time. Like you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, people are going to try and do their best always, but it's a long season. So I guess like you want to hope that you can come into form at the right time and. Um, put your hand up as best as you can, um, but there's a long way to go still. You know? I think you've 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 still got to approach every game like you would. You can't you can go head you can't, down. You can't start going into games thinking, "Oh, I might not do that because I'll get yeah. hurt or this or that." You know, you can't. You can't. I don't know can't, anybody that does that. You like, can't. Like, yeah, you, you know, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would say it's, it's it's got to be on everyone's mind. Short, like somewhere in the back, somewhere is there. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's. Japan, the World Cup, it's gonna, you know, mm-hmm. it is there. Um, 
but like Adam said, there's a lot of games to play between. You've got to just keep your head down, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going out there every weekend. You know, do your thing. Do your thing. So many motivating factors this year. Hey, that the kind of the Glasgow final. Just mm. so much that. So much, man. Like, and to be honest, man, I, I think most boys tend to really just focus on like what's happening a day at a time, like a week at a time, like. You could, it'd be so easy to get carried away with everything, and you know a lot of a lot of guys, like, especially with the squad we've got here. You know, you you can have an all right game, and you you know that might not be enough to even strip up the next week. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you constantly constantly on your toes. You got to keep you got to keep performing uh, week in week out. You can turn up on a Monday and you think you've done all right on a Friday night, but you know yeah, that might that might be you. It's someone else's shot. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does that process work? Is it is it all pretty upfront? Are you called in and say um, you are dropped or you're being rested or whatever? Is yeah, it? Gen- generally uh, very similar. Like if you if you have been in the mix and you know you you're expecting to maybe be playing or whatever, then generally the coaches will circulate around the morning before team announcement. Um, and try and try and grab them. you. Try and avoid <laughs> them. <laughs> But uh, they they usually always uh, have a conversation with you and kind of mm-hmm. explain what's behind it and give you a, and we'll have one on ones each week uh, with the coaches. Well, normally just with one coach, you know, like so they will do the loose forwards and half backs. Jason will do the backs. Hobbs will do the tight five. Michael Mike sometimes does the half backs as well. So you know you you have uh, you're constantly getting feedback on on where you're at and stuff. So and do you think they're analysing how you respond to that? So this Saracens game for example actually you'd been obviously really disappointed not to be involved but do you think after you were told the coaches would have kept an eye on kind of you during the rest of the week to be oh has he let his head drop or is he out there doing everything he can yeah potentially you know I think uh, you know as you get a bit older as a player you you take these things a little bit more gracefully Mm -hmm. Um, I think as a youngster if that kind of thing is to happen you know it's like the end of the world (laughs) but um I like the coaches. I'm sure like to see that even if you know things don't go a certain player's way, that they still contribute massively to the team. And you know whether that being through getting the other guys ready, helping them, or you know you know looking at a certain area of the game or analysing the opposition. Uh, there's so much that that you can still do as a player if you're not involved. So um, yeah, oh, that's the thing. I think they they'll, they'll tell you in the morning before the meeting or whatever. You know, you've got about an hour or so to deal with it, get over it, mm-hmm. have the meeting or whatever, and then we'll go out and train. And then, if if you're in a strop or whatever, you're you're only hindering the team. You know, you're not you're not helping anybody mm-hmm. by you know being in a grump. Mm-hmm. Um, what's done is done. There's nothing you can change now. So, I think then you've got to try. It's hard, but you've then got to try and right what's best for the guys that are playing. What's best for us to get the result come the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally. But it's, it's only natural to be yeah, disappointed. And, but I think give yourself, like, you know, get told, give yourself ten minutes to face a wall and say, yeah, just yeah, it's like soap for a bit and then go on with, you know, and put, put the up your bottom lip. And, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's just part of being a an adult, I think, you know, and getting on with things. You just got to gotta keep going. You said it's not going to be difficult to get up for this Cardiff game. What were, what are you expecting from them as a team? What have you? spoke about is um, it going to be a different challenge to Saris? yeah um, they're obviously in a, in a good run of form brilliant away win uh, I played with three open sides I think against Leon. Um they've got 
they've got a lot of threats over the ball um, from Navidi, Jenkins, those kind of lads. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in terms of the tight, um, yeah, they'll be very quick over the ball. So, in terms of both of your games, then will you be if you're playing a game when you know that the opposition are going to be fetching for it? Are you screaming at Ashley that he needs to be there straight away just to clear he's, out those he's threats? He's doing all the shooting, and I'm doing all the work. <laughs> <laughs> so, like as a as a forward pack or as a team, like. There's a big emphasis on like speed to contact mm-hmm. if you're playing against a team that are dangerous at the wrong. So for me, for me, for me, as a as the nine wanting quick ball, um, starts with the ball carrier, footwork, trying to get weak shoulders, double movement on the ground with the ball presentation, so that they can't just lock yeah. straight onto it. And then, like Adam said, the speed to contact, uh, trying to remove the threats um, as quickly as they can. It's uh, a big part of it. Is that something you're very aware of when you're going into a game as a back rower against a back row like that? You know that actually a lot of my game is just going to be clearing, clearing, clearing. Yeah, I think you know, like you know, certainly a, in general, one area of our game that we pride ourselves on is the contact point. But even more so when you're playing against the open sides, the you know probably world class open sides mm-hmm. as well. You know, you're going to have your work cut out for you. So yeah, constantly thinking about you know taking out a target at the rock and. Always being as effective as possible there. Um, so yeah, it's just like gonna have a big focus on that this weekend and hopefully uh, get the result. Be good. Well, guys, thanks very much for your time. Thanks, for Pricey, It's been a it's been a long old day. We'll let you we'll let you get off now. Thanks very much. Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy.